Hello and welcome to Our Community is Able podcast. Our Community Able is Able podcast is about health and wellbeing topics for people with an intellectual disability. Carers, family members and the wider community are also welcome to listen in. Our Community is Able is brought to you by Grampians Community Health. We are here for you, your family and our community. It is also brought to you by the SPIDER project from West Vict Western Victoria Primary Health Network. SPIDER stands for Supporting People with an Intellectual Disability to Access Healthcare. The SPIDER project is trying to make access to healthcare services better for people with intellectual disabilities. I'm your host, Letitia Stevens. I'm a person of disability. I have a learning disorder, which means I have dyslexia, the disorder of words, and dyscalculia, the disorder of numbers. Although I prefer to identify with the term neurodivergent. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Monica today. Monica, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thanks, Letitia. My name's Monica Wellington. I'm from Victoria University. I'm a PhD researcher there and I'm also a dietitian. Um, if anyone doesn't know what a dietitian does, it's someone who's uh, trained to provide advice to individuals or specialised groups about managing and treating health conditions with food and nutrition. So uh, that's one hat that I play, and I see people with disability in the community in regional Victoria. Um, and I'm also a PhD researcher, and if anyone doesn't know what a researcher does, it's someone who uses a particular technique to look into a problem or issue. So the research that I do will use a variety of techniques like interviews, like group discussions and surveys to ask people with lived experience and also people who are around them about issues related to food in their life and then we'll work together on those issues to resolve the problems that they might share with me. Great. And I forgot to mention as well, we're going to be talking about nutrition and decision-making today with Monica. So, Monica, what is nutrition? Nutrition. Nutrition's a funny word, isn't it? <laughs> it is about the things in our life related to food or that give us um, energy for our body systems to function properly. And that's simply around fueling our body. But we know that we use food in many different aspects of life. We use food in the way that we socialise, in the way that we celebrate, in the way that we deal with things that come up, and also the way that we celebrate culture as well. So nutrition can encompass all of that. Love that. I think, yeah, when we think of it, we our first instincts is just to think of food, but it's also the layers and the meanings of that too. So how we connect with people and with culture as well too. So what is exactly. decision-making as well? Well, decision-making is, uh, well, it's important around uh, disability, that people with disability have information in a way that's accessible to them so that they can make decisions about aspects of their life. And one of those decisions that we make most every day is around food. We wake up in the morning, we might decide what to eat first thing. We might decide what to eat, uh, you know, later on. We might decide what we're going to eat for dinner. So therefore we have to go to the shops and think about which shop to go to, which uh, aisle to walk down to get the particular ingredients, how to get home, how to store those foods properly so that they're prepared or ready to be prepared later. So we'd make a lot of decisions around food 
every day. And people who are support workers or carers, whether that be paid or unpaid, uh, play a pretty big role in helping those decisions to be made in the lives of the people with disability. Yeah, it's a great point. And I didn't realise, like, you've put that into perspective, how much we probably do go through those motions of making those decisions around our food and how much that, I guess, empowers us as well, too. So how do nutrition and decision-making come together? Well, nutrition is really important for people with disability and intellectual disability in particular. We know that sometimes they're at higher risk of experiencing lifestyle-related chronic illnesses, and some of those uh, include cardiovascular disease and obesity and overweight. And we know that food is very important for helping to manage and sometimes prevent those conditions from happening as well. But people with intellectual disability are less likely to be involved in uh, preventative healthcare measures too. One of the key people that can help promote uh, involvement in preventative healthcare and help promote uh, management of experiences of chronic illnesses is the role of supporters. What's tricky about that is we know that supporters being uh, paid or unpaid have uh, a fairly low level of nutrition knowledge um, and food literacy, which is the ability to be able to plan, prepare, shop, cook and eat healthy food um, is also low. The way someone um, has those skills or has nutrition knowledge typically depends on the way that they're brought up, so their personal background. And we know that disability support workers in particular come from various backgrounds. We need to be able to support them to have adequate nutrition knowledge, but uh, at the moment that training is really hard to come by. Um, If we can do that better um, to build up their knowledge around nutrition, to build up their skills in being able to For themselves, being able to cook and being able to cook on behalf of people who can't, uh, that would be a key key thing to um, help to manage and prevent chronic illnesses. But we also need to be able to provide them with knowledge and skills about sharing inclusive information to people with lived experience so that they can be involved in, uh, be involved, but also take autonomy in being able to um, make decisions around food in their life. Yeah, I think that's so important to the, those, back to those social connections and the influences they can have on just what we eat as well too. I know for myself, I'm an extensive meal prepper, but that's only happened after, um, I suppose someone in my life who has health, health experience background were able to suggest things to help with my, I had IBS, so to help manage that as well too. So it's interesting how that positive influence can play such a big part on just what we eat. So suppose who can we get support with if we do want to know more information about healthy eating choices? Well, it's very important to get information about healthy eating from a reputable source. So there's a lot of information out there at the moment, and that information is fairly or more easier to access than ever. But it's very important that you see uh, or you, you receive information. So you can get that from the internet or from other media sources. It's important that that comes from someone who's accredited. So an accredited practicing dietitian or an accredited nutritionist or a government-run organization that you know you can trust around nutrition. 
So being able to get that information can come from a GP or another allied health professional as well. So they play a really key role in knowing about basic nutrition knowledge. So they might be able to flag things that they see and share that or refer that person on to a, a, a dietitian or another allied health professional that might be able to support them um, in a more individual way. Yeah, great. It's good that there's those pathways there to access the, that um, professional help and get those opinions on how you can improve things so that you're eating better and thus living better as well too. Is there anything else you'd like to add as well, Monica? I think it's really important that uh, disability services also recognise the role of nutrition in helping to prevent and, and manage health conditions that might be prevalent for people with intellectual disability so that they can start to prioritise those um, and provide training for staff or provide resources for staff as well as their clients. Uh, I think it could be a great initiative to see um, a healthier population in the future. Yeah, great. And we'll try and include, I reckon, maybe some links in our comments after our podcast just so people can get the ball rolling in those places as well too. Awesome. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts on nutrition and um, decision-making today, Monica. It was great to hear um, an expert's advice on it. Thanks, Letitia. The music in this podcast has been created and donated by Caitlin Chatwin, an ally of the disability community. Our community is able, has Caitlin's permission to use this piece in, in the podcast. If you, a family member or carer, needs support to be linked in with telehealth meetings with your healthcare provider, you can find assistance at Grampians Community Health by calling our friendly customer engagement team on 5358 they can then refer you to the SPIDER program to get you confident with using video calls or phone calls to get to your appointments. This could save you on time, cost and travel. Grampians Community Health respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land in which we live and work. We pay our respect to the elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal people. We acknowledge people with lived experience of intellectual disability and pay our respect to our wider disability community. We also mourn the loss of victims of ableism. If anything in this podcast has upset you, please look after yourself and don't be afraid to reach out for help. Lifeline are disability friendly and can be reached by texting 0477 131 114 or phone called on 13 one 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 four. We acknowledge the rights for all people to access good quality healthcare services. We acknowledge family, carers and advocates and we respect the important role they have in supporting people of disability. Grampians Community Health delivers a broad range of healthcare and community services for individuals, families and our community. Our aim is to promote healthy living in the Grampians and Wimra whilst improving the standards of living. We offer the following support services, alcohol and other drugs, carer, family violence, mental health, NDIS and disability, health and wellbeing, older people, youth and social groups.
Call us on 5358-7400 and our friendly customer engagement team will assist you. You can also visit our website, which is gch.org.au. Follow us on social media and check out our other podcast, Community Is Our Middle Name. Once again, thank you for listening in to our Community Is Able podcast and we look forward to you listening in to our next episode. Take care in the meantime. Bye.